All right, before we tackle the big issue around Bloemfontein Celtic, I, I can safely tell you, and I'm sure you know this, about controversy being no stranger to sports. And just like politics, as well as what cafeteria lunch specials, everything has two sides in sport. So you get issues in sport and you get big issues that pretty much dominate the headlines. Some of these issues will be spanning months and even years rather than new cycles. Now, issues tied to certain sports or franchises as well as individuals which are born from greater problems beyond sport. Now, when you talk about these kind of issues involving UCOSA, United Knockout Organization of South Africa, when you talk about MASA, Martial Arts South Africa, as well as SESCOC, all finding themselves entangled in a problem. Now, at the center of this, and we've got to try and find a quick solution tonight, mismanagement of funds, corruption, lack of accountability, racism, were some of the issues that came out during our part one chat uh, with the above parties the other day. And tonight... We've tried to bring them back for a quick round two. We're going to try not to drag it out for too long because it gets complicated. And that is why I always hope that somewhere, somehow, some commission of some sort in sport would happen so that we flush out all this nonsense. I mean, how many years do we go on about SESCOG and problems and the sporting code and problems? I mean, right now, although it's at a very huge expense, the world is going through some form of, I don't know, if I can't even call it cleansing, but something's happening. That is why things will never be the same after the lockdowns that we're having right across the world. Are there solutions to the stalemate? Sport needs to be ironed out. Let me usher in somebody we couldn't bring in last week, Aslam Mohammed, who is the former Masa executive member, and he was the one who investigated the corruption within the organization itself. Thank you so much, Aslam, and welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. Uh, good evening, uh, Robert. Thank you. Uh, thank you to all the listeners and to the panel that's there, Mr. Alex Kosana, Ravi, and Shyam Pidatake. You listened last week, we had you on hold, and obviously time was not on our side. What yeah, unfortunately. You, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I want to try find solutions. I want to try get to it, but also we are very open to further revelations, and, and I think that is what had wanted you had wanted to share with the listeners last week. So let's dive straight into it. Picking up on the conversation last week, who was – let, let me be straightforward. Who was lying? to South Africans? I, I'll be very honest with you. Uh, Mr. Greg De Hart definitely lied openly to all the listeners. Why do you say and that? I and I, I, can, I can give you a reason. I'm, I'm going to just take you five minutes. I know this uh, no. debate. Don't worry. Go, go, go okay. back. I'll, I will give you time to indulge. Okay. I'm going to give you a sequence of events. Uh, I've been the development uh, and high-performance director of MASA. Uh, uh, for the last three years. Um, what happened was that on the 14th of October 2018, we had an urgent MASA executive meeting because the president of MASA, Master Louise, resigned via WhatsApp. And 
during that meeting, there was uh, on the agenda, they wanted to propose a, a, a budget that's blanket, meaning an open budget. And I refused. And I told them because there's inaccuracy within the financials. There is no treasure. And I asked the Secretary General in that meeting, the same gentleman who was here, uh, uh, on the show, Mr. Gregory Hart, in that meeting, who is the treasurer of Massa? This was in 2018. And his reply was, he doesn't know. And then I told him, how can a national federation run with no treasurer? I told him there's no transparency, there's financial uh, mismanagement. And, and, and the previous, uh, at, at that time, the first vice president resigned the same day. He said there's no transparency, there's a cabal operating within the Masa executives, there's lack of communication, there's inaccuracies uh, within the minutes. I mean, if I give you an example, uh, de- then we went on to 2019. Mm. When we went to 2019, the AGM got postponed due to no financials being audited. There, uh, uh, there was no treasurer once again, and there was no budget. So they moved it to the 14th of September 2019. We get to the AGM. The agenda was changed a day before the AGM. Now, that itself, uh, we, we have Mr. Alex Kosana uh, online, and he can verify that this protocol is according to the Constitution that needs to be adhered to. And this wasn't being done. And they were incorrect again. Uh, incorrect. Uh, the, the previous minutes were incorrect. There was no proposed budget unaudited financials, and then myself and Mr. Razin Dangor uh, were voted in by the Congress to audit the financials due to the mismanagement and alleged fraud. Now, when I I use the word alleged fraud, but I'm going to go into some of the details that Mr. Gregory Hart said. And and if you remember, he said that uh, the Federation only gets about 90,000 rands a year. Now, I want to ask you a question. If a Federation gets 90,000 rands a year, how do you loan members money? How do you purchase carpets for over 10,000 rands? How do you go on spending sprees? You're buying alcohol, sex on the rocks, uh, cereals, tomatoes, onions, bread, chocolates, potatoes, cookies, biltong, lunchboxes, ice makers, etc. And the list goes on. And then the president herself books a flight for herself, her, uh, uh, her uh, assistant student, and her life partner. They go to Cape Town, they hire car accommodation, food, everything have a go-to autonomy for, for their own personal interest, and use the Federation's money. Then Mr. Gregory Hart himself, the Secretary General, uses his venue for, uh, uh, for meetings when, when the Gauteng Sports Confederation has given them a venue free of charge, and yet he builds the Federation. So if you tell me there's no financial gain for individuals within the executive, then that's a blatant lie. I'll give you another example. Uh, sorry, I was uh, called in on short term, so it, these are, I just made some notes over my head. There, there's a local travel of 188,562 rands and 35 cents. There's no documents. There's no petrol slips. There's no kilometers noted. So no, uh, no normal accounting practices are within the Federation. A tour expense of 360,082 rands and 42 cents. Again, a loan given to members. Now, how there's money that, that's given to them from the annals, from the tournaments, from the, uh, from the lotto funding. So my question to everyone was, I'm, I'm, I'm an optometrist by profession. Sorry, I'm not advertising, but my, sure. the, um, I don't do this for any financial gain. I have my own club. 90% of my students train free because they come from underprivileged 
drug uh, drug abuse backgrounds and 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 any goes the list goes on mm-hmm. so we are trying to create a platform so that the underprivileged community immaterial of race we are in the situation currently in this country where uh, race doesn't count with with the poverty and and unemployment that's going on at the moment currently so what i'm saying is that if we take for example this kind of funding and when i added the figures it was close to a million rand i got to about 904000 rand that was inconsistent and and incorrect and not supposed to be there and as soon as i started asking questions i sent uh, uh, and after the congress has, has uh, elected me and voted for me and mr dengost to do an audit i got it in a minute in front of me uh, where 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 the vote took place and and thereafter I asked them for the files they've given me the files after that agm but i asked them in order to do the audit i need the bank statements i need uh, i need invoices i need a reason for expenses etc that was on the 18th of september because the agm was held on the 14th of september on the 18th of uh, um, uh, 18th of september i sent them an email they only replied to me on the 27th of september stating we are very busy we will send through the documents from the accountant and i never hear anything after that i was called in for a, a normal um, uh, executive meeting on the 17th of november this was pre planned and i tell you why because when i got to the meeting the other executives everyone were there uh, there was a few a handful of executives that didn't know about what was the decision they had a pre typed out letter for me stating that you know what we no more require your services uh, oh. and you are removed from all duties wow. and then uh, uh, yukosa kept on asking questions and when yukosa brought up questions yukosa was suspended there was the allegation that mr gregory had said that yukosa went on social media on a, 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 a platform to abuse um uh, masa which is a blatant lie it was a whatsapp group that was created by a uh, yukosa uh, member two masa members no person out of masa was in that group because when this hit the spotlight masa shut down all the whatsapp groups they were closing the facebook account and they were shutting everyone and we weren't allowed to correspond even via email to the other members so basically we were keep your mouth shut and do not talk that's that's where we were then the newspaper article came out in december sunday times if i'm not mistaken i think i stand to be corrected it could be the 15th of december where the president of masa and mr gregory hart admitted to financial irregularity and they said and, and it's like this they said okay if you find that you've taken the extra amount of money we're willing to pay it back it's now like saying i'm holding up a bank i got caught with the money but please do me a favor i'll give you back the money don't arrest me and that's where we are sitting day after we uh, uh, I, um mr takia contacted uh, mr barry hendricks for guidance mr barry hendricks referred him to mr ravi uh, ravi ravi gavinda the acting ceo of sasco um mr ravi gavinda had a meeting uh, with with the uh, sasco members uh, unfortunately i i don't know who was in that meeting and they hand, handed the matter over to a lady called meryl king now this is supposed to be our stronghold our governing body of the country sasco and meryl king 
didn't even reply, not once, to Yukosa's letter or to any correspondent from Sascock on this matter. Numerous communications, phone calls, everything unattended. From there, we went back, Yukosa went back to Sascock and asked Mr. Ravi, what is happening? And he says, okay, we're having a meeting, we're going to sort it out, and this, and this is going on for six months. And then it goes to a lady by the name of Randile Samalani. They call a meeting between Yukosa and Masa. Now, Masa is the National Federation. They did not turn up at the meeting. And Saskok have taken it very lightly. Now, when I say Saskok, I, I don't want to blame uh, Mr. Alex Kosana or anyone else. When I mean, I'm talking about the people handling the matter. Mm. They never even acknowledge or do anything or take any action to Masa with regards to the unattendance. Now, how can a national federation not listen to its mother body, which is ASCOM? And the excuse was, I'm sorry, we forgot about the meeting. Sure. I, mean, I mean, how are we going to grow sports? How are we going to develop our countries? How are we going to develop our athletes? And, and, and I'm going to give you a little bit of history. We, I attended a, a, a meeting with uh, uh, Mr. David Makura, the Premier of Gauteng. Mm-hmm. And in the meeting, he stands up and he says, you know what? If anyone here has any information of any federation, sporting body, that's doing any corruption or alleged corruption or anything like that, please come forward. He sent a letter. Mm-hmm. What happened? Nothing. So it shows us we as people that are doing this for the love and passion of sport, we lose faith in the system because this was supposed to be sent to the judiciary. But I must talk, I must commend your show, uh, Mr. Robert, because mm-hmm. after coming onto your show, we have had some sort of guideline and guidance from SESCO. Now the matter is handed over to the judiciary. And we want mm-hmm. to know, obviously, a thief will always say that, you know what, um, uh, a thief will always say, you know what, there's this reason, this, uh, that reason. They come up with a thousand excuses mm. to say that, you know, we're not, uh, we, we've done this because the person went on social media or what. If you're not being heard, where are you going to go? If mm. I don't come to you, how am I going to get the attention of Sascock and the ministry? Because if they don't go, we, we were prepared to do this. If it mm. didn't go to Sascock and Sascock did nothing, we were going to the minister. If it fails with the minister, we were going to the public protector because these are public's money. You cannot abuse public's money. And there's everything was sent to Sasko. There's the entire dossier with every single document, every single account that way it was inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Bank statements. And one last thing I want to add. Uh, 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 Mr. Peter Tache went to uh, Mr. Barry Hendricks for guidance. Mr. Barry Hendricks at that time, was not the president of Sascock, uh, Mr. Gideon Sam. That was in December, as Mr. Gideon Sam was leaving Sascock. And then the matter, once Mr. Gideon Sam left in December, then Mr. Barry Hendricks went on. And I, I'm not saying this is true, but this is what came out of the mouth of Louise Vivias. She turned on and said <laughs> that she's under the protection of Mr. Hendricks. Because she secured a vote. Now, now I, I, I do understand the East campaign, but I don't want to say he did say it or didn't say it. But this is what came out of the mouth of 
the president of Massa. So, and, and, then and, and, and that is 100% confirmed. That's not hearsay. That is what she said. Because it's 100% a, it, confirmed. It, 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 it 100%. came up last week as well. Yes. Now, what I'm saying is that how can, how can, now then you look at the football that has been played of, of, uh, with Yukosa, within mm-hmm. Saskok. Then you ask yourself, come on. Why, 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 why is this person doing these type of things? We when, need... When, when you were asked that your services were no longer required, was there a supplementary document, a supplementary email as to why your services were not required? Well, uh, yeah, they, they told me because my job, my job was to collect money for the Federation. I told them a development officer's job is to develop. I've developed. I've, give mm. them, I've given them more than enough evidence. I had seminars. For, for people that were abused in uh, uh, taking, uh, doing drugs. The deputy mayor of Durban, Mrs. Fosia Peer, will vouch for it. I went down to Durban, and we, we had seminars. We had stuff in Johannesburg. I've, 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 I've done uh, uh, seminars together with the deputy mayor of KZN and in Gauteng. They were fully aware. They had pictures. They are on social media. They were tagged in all this. But the, mm. the, the bottom line is this. The bottom line is that they needed me out of the way because I was the person asking the questions. And when, I, when they removed me, then the next target became Yukosa because now I'm no longer a threat. Sure. So you okay. the- I think uh, ho- hold on on that, um, Asamin. Thank you so much indeed for detailing that. I mean, it it, it makes for shocking reading. It makes for shocking listening. It is. Uh, I mean, if if the minister, the ministry is listening right now, and and this doesn't raise the eye with you, then I don't know what will. Our responsibility right here as a show is to give the public the facts, is to balance out the equation, which is what we did last week. Even if it takes us 13 or 14 episodes, it does not matter. All we want to see is justice coming out of these sessions. And that's why I just want to get a reaction uh, before we head off to news uh, from the uh, the acting president of SASCOG, Alex Kosanda, who joins us. And I want to thank him uh, for his time. Welcome to the show, Baba. I, I want to dive straight into it. The pleasantries will always be there. We, you've heard last week, you've heard this week, and what uh, Aslam Muhammad has just laid out now, as I've said, it, it makes for shocking listening. What do you make of it and the fact that it seems like SASCOG have not really been as active as the mother body uh, that we expect to handle such matters? Now, thank you very much, uh uh, uh, my brother, and thanks to the colleague on the other side. It's uh, it's very interesting. I've listened to the clip that uh, was recorded uh, last week, and um, now comparing the notes, uh, almost 29 points that he has raised. I'm just writing all of them. Um, yeah, for sure. Lot. Yeah. It, in, it is shocking to hear the detailed analysis of what has been happening between Massa, which is our member, and Ukosa is a member affiliated to, to Massa. You could see that uh, there is a complete breakdown of relationship, and it is based on governance, 
and it is based on uh, constitutionality and I don't know about other issues, whether they are personalities or not. I'm not going to look at that, but I'm listening to the issues and I've seen the file. I've requested the file at SASCOC as to what they delivered and um, it is unbelievable what is there and uh, hence we have referred the matter to our judicial committee and I'm told the matter started in December and uh, February, March, then we had this COVID-19. But despite all that, and I think there is frustration on the side of UKOSA, and uh, let me also declare that I had the privilege of speaking to both uh, UKOSA and and, uh, Master President to identify as to what are the real, real issues. And uh, listening to both sides, there is a variety of issues, and the gentleman has articulated some of them. And uh, last week, some of them were articulated, and I've done my own balancing, because I am the father and the mother between the two. And as you'll understand better, Robert, you come from mm-hmm. this province of KwaZulu-Natal. When a father is fighting his or her uh, son or daughter, Mm. don't have to say kill him. My responsibility on behalf of Saskok now, and that should have been done even last year, is to separate the two and cause Massa as our member to come forward and come clean and account for whatever is alleged to have been done by them. And as Saskok, we have done that. We have given them an ultimatum. They have started responding to Ukosa saying they are doing this and they will do that. And I know the timelines were supposed to be end of last week to submit the report to SASCOG, but that has not been submitted. They were citing some few reasons that people are all over the place. Whether people are all over the place or not, it is immaterial, uh, Robert. People must account. These are public uh, funds and these are institutions meant for the development and excellence of our sport. And there are issues that you have just mentioned, the colleague on the other side, mm-hmm. issues that will never be allowed. For an example, the issue of racism, the issue of extortion, the issue of corruption, and all others that he spoke about. They will never be allowed, whether they are perpetrated by Massa or by Ugosa. I want to say the new world order or the new national order at SASCOC has arrived. We are not going to left this intent and we are dealing with it. And both parties must know that SASCOC will deal with this and will deal with it without fear and without favor. I know I've got about 60 seconds before I go to news. How does it sit when you hear that Louise spoke about being under the protection of Mr. Hendricks uh, because a vote has been secured and everybody's running for president of SASCOG, including yourself? Well, I don't want to be unkind to your listeners and abuse this platform. It's a very noble platform. Um, if that is the case, it is sad. And if it is not the case, that is fine. But the issues are bigger than the voting. The members must be able to 
that is the answers when it comes to um, presentation of the financial statements. And those statements... And, 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 I, and I hear you in terms of that, Mrs. Kosan. What I'm saying is that, and I understand the sticky situation that you find yourself in because you, you might be seen to be abusing that platform, which I understand. But had you not been running for office, this would not sound right if it is indeed true. And I did ask Aslam, I said, are you sure this is not hearsay? And he said, he is 100% sure. So let's, let, let's keep that in mind. Uh, when I come back, we'll do a wrap with this. Uh, we'll also involve uh, Shian Peter Tage, who's going to join us as well. Peter Tage uh, of Yukosa. Uh, he is the president of uh, Yukosa. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Aslam Mohammed is still on the line. The acting president of SASCOG as well, Alex Kosana, having come through. And he says an ultimatum was put through. Yes, they haven't abided by that. But he calls it the new order at Sanskog is here. And they are going to leave no stone unturned. I hope it's not the political stuff that we hear when people talk about issues. And as MSW, we're going to be following this every single step of the way. We'll come back, though, as I said, after the news. And then we'll tackle Bloemfontein Celtic. So still lots to look out for right here on Mara Sports Worldwide. Any thoughts and conversation that we've had you want to say something about it 060-584-2250 that's the voice note number hey rob i'm zianda rob i'm calling from port elizabeth rob rob the discussion that you are having with the gentleman there rob it's very sad it's very painful rob uh, rob it creates an impression that we are a country that is in poverty of leadership, Rob. It also, Rob, creates a mockery about us as a South African as if we cannot lead, Rob. We can't have such situation. People that does not see the importance of leading our country to become a better country, Rob. You see, with this thing of corruption, Rob, is something that we need to deal with, Rob. You cannot have a federation, Rob, without a treasure. What kind of federation is that, Rob? Why people are creating mockery out of ourselves, Rob? This is paining our heart, Rob. This is eating our soul. Thank you very much, Rob. I'm very disappointed with gentlemen's day. Hi, Rob. Good evening. Uh, shoes here in Tomo. A quick one for you. I just always get confused about all these frictions in all these sporting codes in terms of the government's presence. What is the point of having uh, the ministers of sports um, if all of these things are going to take place um, while they are there in their offices what do they do about these situations are you telling me that all of these reports are not perhaps known by the ministers and i mean on top of it why do we have minister change uh, i mean not so long ago there was a lady who was a minister of sport now it is not in territory uh, and i mean i get confused in terms of the report in terms of um, following you up uh, with all the corruption, all of these commotions between these, these, these people. What is the relevance of having uh, all of these ministers? You know, what do they do? What, what, what is their uh, final say in, in all of these matters that you always hear about, in, I mean, in your station? Thank you.
All right, welcome back. We're going to try wrap this up. And Alex Kosana, the acting president of SASCOG, is on the line. Aslam Mohammed, the former Masa executive member, he was the one who investigated the corruption within the organization. On the line, Shihan Peter Taka, uh, who will have the first word now. He's the Akosa president. And going back to the clip from last week, saying that SASCOG are afraid of Masa. I don't know if that has changed now that he's heard what Alex Kosana has had to say. Thanks for listening in. Uh, Babu Peter, and welcome to the show again. Thank you, Rob, and thank you for giving me a chance again in your program. And also good evening to Mr. Skosana and to all my colleagues, Mr. Aslam and Razin Os. What, what have you made of the conversation so far? Has anything changed materially from what we presented to South Africans last week? And also the comment that was made by Alex Kosana uh, saying that, uh, you know, the new order is in place and that they are going to be tracking the story and holding people accountable. Look, I'll say, uh, coming to Mr. Kosana, I'm over the moon for hearing all I've been listening very attentively. And now, uh, you know, all those minds of saying that Saskok is not is afraid of self matter. Now I'm clear that I'm hearing from the acting president that they're going to follow this thing and they're going to show their teeth. And he said they're going to leave no stone unturned. I'm very, very happy about that. And then because all the information, nothing has been changed. It's still like that. I'd like to thank uh, Shian Aslam also for coming in as the previous uh, executive member of MASA. They are getting it from somebody who was acting with, who was inside the executive of MASA. And all what he said was exactly true. Only I just want to add, Rob, to Mr. Skosana, maybe he missed that, there's this thing of death threat, which also, you know, I felt... Uh, that this must just come to the fore. Because I got a phone call from Mr. Barry Hendricks, right, saying that Mrs. or Master Lewis, who is the president of Martha, she has received death threat from my organization. And that, you know, because in Martha, the black uh, presidents were only two there. So I, then to me, I said, why do, do we come the, sus, the suspect? Because this case, they were supposed to go to the police and open a case. Why did they go to Mr. Hendricks? And then there was no answer, up to today. So these are the things I think Mr. Skosana, that one, uh, surely he's got it now also. But what made me happy as well, Mr. Skosana, for your interference, then after, i like to thank Mr. Marawa and his crew. Because, you know, we have, we have already lost hope from Saskok that now Saskok is going to interfere in this. But after the 13 coming from the air, I received a letter from the acting CEO stating that now our matter has been referred to the judiciary body. And I'm happy also to hear Mr. Skosana emphasizing that that we are going to meet face-to-face with Martha and Sasko. And then the truth will come out, and there, Mr. Kosana said, they will leave no stone until. And I only say, uh, they're not doing to us all, only, all the sporting coach, especially the minor sports, if they can be allowed to talk on this station, you get that 
uh, Mr. Skosana. So thanks for taking up, and then let's move on to create a good South Africa. Let's all belong to it. Thank you, Mr. Skosana and Rob. No, Peter, thank you so much, though, because we, we really, really need you. We need your influence, uh, and I think your credibility as far uh, as the discipline is concerned, uh, you know, I think a lot of people know exactly about you. I believe that as a, vo- a voice note has come through, that i come for a quick uh, round of final remarks. Uh, let me hear, I believe that there is a voice note that's uh, just popped through. Let's listen in quickly. Hi, it's Razin Dango here. I'm the Yokosa General Secretary. It's glad to see that um, Shayan Aslam Mohammed is corroborating a lot of the information that um, Shayan Peter and I presented last week. And I hope that uh, the matter is addressed seriously with the urgency that it requires. So well done to uh, Shayan Aslam for um, presenting the facts again. All right. Let's have a quick round through as far as the 60 seconds is concerned. Haslam Mohammed, let me give you the final word as well, and then I'll get a closing remark from Alex Kosana. Where to from here? You've heard from the acting president. He's laid down uh, basically his head on the block. All right, Aslam has uh, gone, but thanks to him as well that we are as far as where we are. Alex Kusan, let me give you the final word. Uh, you heard the gratitude that's come through from Peter Tache. Uh, he's very, very happy about that. And uh, I'm not sure if Alec is there as well. All right, Alec has also gone. So thanks to all of the gentlemen that have come through. Thanks, Shian Peter Tache, for coming through. Uh, Yukosa president uh, right here. And... Oh, I mean, it's 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 a crazy, crazy play that is out here, and we're going to follow this up. We're not going to let it go at all.